0: Touch my soul, let your fire touch my spirit. Touch me, oh Lord, make me oh. make me whole, let. My body, My body. Let your fire. Just open your
1: mouth and tell God, Lord, speak to me today. Let your word purify my life. Even as I hear your word this morning, purify my life the more. Open your mouth and pray unto God. Let your word purify me the more. Even as I listen to your word this morning, let your word purify me the more. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed Uh -uh. in jesus mighty name we have prayed our father and our god we thank you for the opportunity you have given unto us to gather unto you this morning once again lord pray that you please speak to us in the mighty name of jesus and your name shall be glorified thank you king of glory in jesus mighty name we have prayed 2nd Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. I would like you to have your Bible, and your daughter. 2nd Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. We are going to speak briefly on true consecration. True consecration. So, wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's an instruction from the Almighty God. That is, we should come out of them, out of the mixed multitude, and be who God has created us to be. Maybe in the midst of millions, maybe in the midst of tens, 100. But God says he's dealing with you on an individual basis. You don't need to hide under the multitude to do evil. You don't need to say because others are doing it. I have to do it. Say come out of them. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. And let's start from verse 1. So I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable, and perfect will of God. That you, not many, not others, that you should know and you should do what is expected of you. To be consecrated unto God means to be totally sold unto God. Or to be totally immersed in God. That is total and true consecration, to be totally sold unto him. You are no more yourself, but everything about you, your thought, is God's. It is a solemn dedication to God for a special purpose, that is you surrender yourself to God and say, whatever you want me to do or to do with my life, do it. In the book of Acts chapter 9, when the light struck Saul, which was uh, the persecutor of the brethren, he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? That was the first question. Today, do we see ask that question? Or we have taken that step a long time, not minding whether God speaks or not. A consecrated soul will take directives from God. What do I do? Which direction do I follow? It is giving yourself totally to the Lord and becoming a living sacrifice. That is everything to him. Like someone that goes to her. You go with a ram. You cannot go with a ram without a rope. And getting to the herbalis, you leave both the ram and the rope. You never ask the herbalist, how are you going to what are you going to do to this ram? Are you going to kill it? Are you going to roast it? No. You leave it totally as a living sacrifice. Maybe as you just turn your back, the herbalist can tell his children, go and kill it and do suya for me. That does not concern you. Again, you have let it, left it as a living sacrifice. You can never see any, any herbalist that will take a dead goat from you, a dead hen, a dead... No, everything must be living. The same God is expecting from you and I to present ourselves living sacrifice. That is, we are no longer our own. We are for God's pleasure. What does consecration entail? Let's say one or two. It is complete submission unto God complete submission unto God we have learned it before that submission means this thing very hard for me to do but I just have to do it that is submission very hard to do but you just have to do it at times you may not even believe in it but because submission dictates you must just do it that is submission How many times have God spoken to us? I would just say, Lord, that that cannot be God. Let me just do my own. How many times have we been directed by our own mind? A consecrated soul is being directed by God. Your mind cannot direct you no more. Because everything about you is God's. Number two, consecration involves, that is a consecrated life, is a crucified life. Where the Adamic nature of flesh has been crucified and mortified. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Where are the media? Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. It says I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. He said, the life that I live now they are no longer mine. But the life of him who loved me and gave his life for me. That is, everything about me has been crucified. And also, the same Paul said in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 5. Colossians, chapter 3, verse 5. He says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, cool peace, uh, and convictions, which is idolatry. Mortify that is you have a part to play, you are the one that will mortify it with the prayer with the help and the grace of God, but you must determine don't mortify your flesh, you don't allow your flesh to dictate to you any longer. We have sixty three days fast going on. We have some of us that attend the Redeemed Christian Church of God as members. I have not even participated in one, one day. Because the flesh is telling you, you can't fast. If you fast, that problem will come up again. That is the lie of the devil. It is when you fast and pray, that that problem will go. Don't allow the devil to speak lies to your ears. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Mortify your body. When we talk of Adamic flesh, Adamic nature, that is the nature of man with which man was born. Said in iniquity was my mother, I, I was conceived by my mother. That is Sam. I was conceived, my, my, my mother conceived me in iniquity. That is the nature of man. But we are the one now that we make up our mind. I want my life to be God's, surrendering totally to Him. It's not all about coming to church, attending all services, not doing the will of God. God wants you and I to do His will. If everyone that is called Christian all over the world today, endeavor to ask the word of God, this world will not be what we are seeing today. The Bible says, many draw near to me with their mouth, but with their hearts, they are very far from me. When you are consecrated, everything about you is no longer yours. Paul said, I'm even ready to die for the cause of Christ. Acts chapter 21, verses 10 to 13, when they were telling the prophet was prophesying, who is the owner of the Ah? Very soon you are going to be killed. He said, he said "You are going to be bound." He said, "No, binding is even good, but I am even ready to do what to die." So don't threaten me with they will bind me. That is not a problem. I'm even ready to die. That is a crucified life. Number three, consecrated uh, consecration involves. Loving the Lord with all our hearts, all our minds. No double dealing any longer. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 and Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. Loving the Lord with all your hearts, all your mind, and everything about you. That is consecration. You no longer come to church and still be visiting prayer house because the problem is still persisting. Oh, I've gone to that church. That church, there's no miracle there. I need to go and visit that prophet. You are deceiving yourself. And that's why the prophets are taking advantage of many today. Many have entered the shackle of prophets today and it will take special grace for them to come out of it. Because once you enter, they, they will not release you. They will not release you. Because that is the source of their income. But here you come, you listen to the word of God. Nobody asks you pay before you listen to the message. Nobody tells you to remove your shoe and knee down to talk to the man of God. You enter as you like, you sit down as you like, yet you are not satisfied. You see, go in the mid to go and meet a prophet. Prophet that cannot even heal himself. Prophet that will be marrying three, four wives, that will be sleeping with the church members. You go there and lay down, remove your shoe, and you begin to roll on the ground and say, Prophet, Prophet that will tell you, bring your wife. I want to pray for two of you that will snatch your wife away from you later. How consecrated are you? If you are consecrated, you can never come before God and then go behind to meet a wish doctor. A lot of people are being wish hunted today by their wish doctors because they are already in bondage the lord deliver us in jesus name when you are consecrated you don't share your interest with any other your interest between god and any other thing again only him alone if god refuses to do this thing i better stay with him after all i never brought anything to this world and we are not taking anything out of it why do we go up and down i want to build house I want to buy cars, I want to, have, I want to be you know, powerful, I want to have this, I want to have that. Which of these things are we taking away from this earth? And at the end of our race, whom are, you, are we going to meet over there? Is this someone we have rejected there? That you are going to meet over there? We are deceiving ourselves. Let us focus. Let us focus on him. If there's anything that God does not do, let it stay. The devil can never give you any good gifts at all. Any gift you take from the devil is meant for destruction. That's why the Bible says, there's a way that seems right to man. But that way does not even end in one way. It ends in many ways of destruction and death. Consecration means to be committed to God and anything that belongs to God. To be committed to God's service. John chapter 9 verse 4. To be committed to God's service. Serve him. A lot of us today, what we need for America to come is to surrender our life to service. That's all. But we'll be going from pillar to post, pillar to post, because... We don't know the right thing to do. Just submit yourself to God as a living sacrifice. He knows the best to do and to give you. Giving ourselves to God's service. Spreading the good news and winning souls for God. Just let's be busy. Busy. Working for him and let's see whether it's not going to work for us. But if the harms... And you're saying, God hear me, God deliver me, God do this. God will be asking you, What have you done for me? What can you even say you have done for me? Number four, that is to be committed to him, to give all to him. To do his will and his will alone. John chapter 4 verse 34. Doing his will may be very hard. So the flesh. Because flesh will tell you that thing you want to do is not possible. Thank God the sacrificial giving for the year is coming next Sunday. A lot of people will say, ah, you want to give half of your salary, you are gone. Is it you, is it out of your wisdom you made that money? Don't you know people that are better than you out there, they don't have anything to eat? The Bible says, it is not of him that willeth. It is not of him that runneth, but it is of God that showeth mercy. If God has helped you this far, who tells you God cannot take you further? Why do we limit God? If you have sold, you know, you are totally sold to him, your will will be his will. Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 9, verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 34, he said, My will is to do the will of him that has sent me and to finish it. A lot of folks find it difficult to pay tithes, money. Because the flesh will tell you, if you pay that tight, you know you are owing rent, you are doing this, begin to count it for you. These are the ways you can show our love to him. And if you love him, he will love us in return. Let's live our life for God alone. After all, we are not ending it here. In fact, when we die, that is the beginning of new life. The new life that does not have any end again. Why don't we aim at that? The Bible says 100 years on earth is like one day before God. And 100 days of suffering on earth is like one day before God. So, please let us change our mind this year. Let us give everything to God and His will. No compromise any longer if you have given your life and your will to God. You don't compromise your will and faith for anything. As a lady, you don't look for a job and they say, Before I give you the job, you must sleep with me. You don't compromise your faith. You are opting for a contract, and they say you must give an upfront of ten percent. You don't compromise your faith, because after you have had all these things, do you think of the end? That is why we should be thinking: there's an end. Proverbs chapter twenty-three verse eighteen. It says, "Surely there's an end." And our expectations shall not be cut off. Fleeing ungodly practices, run away from them, such as giving yourself for money, compromising your faith, or wanting or the other, taking bribes or grafts. Before you help people, Asserting people, employer you don't pay your workers duly, you teach them, you are selling, you are using full scale, so that you can make much gain, where are you taking the gain to? What of those have made much gain yesterday, where are they today? Malachi chapter 3 verse 5 tells us, watch it. Don't exhort, don't cheat others. Not to behave like others or comparing yourself with others. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Don't say, after all, so 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 is also a Christian and he's doing it. What's so special are you, that fellow? He said, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves, they are not wise. Because you are an individual, you are peculiar, and God is going to take us as an individual. Others may be committing sin. That does not mean you should commit sin. Others may be telling white and blue lies. That does not give you the opportunity to do the same. Others can, but I cannot. Let it be your slogan as a child of God. See yourself as being peculiar to God and to God alone. 1 Peter chapter 2. Verse 9, say we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. We are peculiar. Let others know that you are peculiar. To tell us if a man, two years ago when I was in Abuja, it's a pastor, a part time pastor. And one of the members decided to go and visit him in the office. He got to the office and greeted people in the general office. And they answered him. He said, please, I'm looking for a pastor. So, so, so. Everybody was quiet. Nobody answered. He asked the second time. Nobody answered. The third time, yes, one of them said, oh God, we just honor you because we are coming here for the first time. Don't ever come here and call that man a pastor. What is your testimony today? Where you are walking? Can they call you a true Christian? In your neighborhood, can they call you a true Christian? Can they say, let me go to his church or a church? What is your testimony? That is the reason for living. If you don't have testimony... Then you are not a pride to your creator. God is looking for those that will show forth his glory, his praise. Everywhere they are, they will say, ah, every other fellow I've met. But this one is different. That is true consecration. We'll see continue part two of it as God gives us the opportunity why do we need to consecrate as we begin to round off? Because time to allow God to walk in us and use us, God is looking for a separated vessel. Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 to 21. A separate vessel. Consecrated vessel. Number two, why do we need to be consecrated? In order to walk in the lost way, it is not easy to walk in the lost way with the flesh. The flesh will fight the spirit, the spirit will fight the flesh. Galatians chapter 9, go to verse 15 down. But when you are consecrated, you'll be able to do the will of God. Like we learned here last Sunday that I may know him. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 And the power of his restoration For us to be able to know God's way and walk in God's way We must be consecrated Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 Isaiah 30 verse 21 What does he say? Media, where are you? Isaiah 30, 21 says, And your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left. Walking in his way, you need to hear from him. And he can only speak to those that have surrendered their lives and totality to him. Why do we need to live consecrated life in order for us to grow in him? To grow in him. In every part of our life, to grow. You need to listen and do his will. Number four, finally, to enjoy the riches of redemption God's salvation that's the only one that everybody wants to like to enjoy the riches of God's salvation oh I'm a Christian Bible says I should not suffer God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory fine but do you do the satisfy the prerequisites media put Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 for me media Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 what does he say? Follow that and see. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth on the way of the sinners, nor siteth in the seat of the scornful. Number two says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it does he meditate day and night. But verse 3 is the one that everybody claims. And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Its leaves shall, shall not wither. And whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. That is the benefit of the riches of salvation. That is what everybody wants to enjoy. But the prerequisite is there. Do not walk on the way of the ungodly. Shall we rise to our feet? Lord, prepare me a sanctuary
0: pure and holy tried and true oh, with thanksgiving I'll be a living you
1: We are going to pray a prayer as we close our eyes. We are going to ask God to purify you. I want to live my life to please you. I don't want to die this way. If God should come at this hour, how many of us will be able to go? What shall it profit, a man, if he gains the whole world, struggles here and there, and at the end he doesn't make it? This is. I'm going to pray unto God. Please help me, purify me inside out, and help me to live my life to please You, in the secret and in the open. Shall we open our eyes, our mouth, and pray unto God? Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Cry unto Him. Cry unto Him. Help me, Lord, to live my life to please You. Purify me inside out. Please help me, Lord. I want to live my life to please you. I don't want to end it this way. Help me, help me, help me, help me to live my life to please you. Open your mouth and pray. What shall you profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Said so there's nothing he can use as an exchange. Just pray unto God. Please help me. Purify me. Let me live my life to please you.